Today's daf is Gitten Daf Nun Tes, and we are at the second wide line of Daf Nun Ches Amid Beis. The two dots, Zoom Mishnah Rishonah. Today's daf is being learned as a Schus Rufur Shalema for Ita Yehudas Bas Mendel and Leilu Nishmas Rabbi Shaya Ben Ramosha and Chaim Melazar Ben Yibadul Chaim Rabbi Shim Shenayim. So we're still at the tail end of the sugya of the Sekrikon. So, Sugi the Sikrikun began at the beginning of the week, it's ending. At the end of the week, there was a three-daf intermission that dealt sort of me'inyin le'inyin inyan, not with the laws of the Sikrikun, but with the context and the tkufa of when the Sikrikun operated and did their thing, which was Churban Bayesheni. Either way, the Mishnah had discussed very, very unique halachas related to somebody that buys property from a Sikrikun. One of the halachas was that if somebody buys a property from the Sikrikun and the statute of limitations for the right of first refusal that the owner had to buy the property has already passed, so the buyer of the property can keep it, but at the same time, he has to give the original owner a revia. The first Gemara that we're going to learn, which is really the last Gemara that discusses this Sikrikon, is going to mention a Machlik Rav and Shmuel as to what the definition of the revia is. So a revia means a quarter. Stating that, there was a Machlik Yisrael, a little bit of ambiguity, how much of a check how much reimbursement does the Lekeach Menasekrikon actually have to give the Balabites? And the Mishnah said, Zoom Mishnah Rishayim, Bezen Shalacharein, Amra Lekeach Menasekrikon, Noisel Lebailam Revia. Amar Rav, Rav said, What does it mean, Revia? Revia Bikarka, Oi Revia Bimois. You give a Revia, and this is the way Rashi explains it, of whatever it is that you paid. To the Sikrikun. So, for example, if somebody bought a piece of property from the Sikrikun and he spent $100, one quarter of $100 is $25. That $25 is what he's now obligated to give the Balabais. Now, Rav's Lashon was you give Revia Bikarga or you give Revia Bemois, clearly implying that there's an option to either pay in cash, that's Bemois, or to pay in Karka, you can pay in Karka. But the point is, even though it is a little bit ambiguous, as we'll see as we go through this Gemara, Shitas Rav is that you give 25% of whatever it is you paid for. Shmuel and Shmuel says, Revia Bekarka, you give a Revia Bekarka, meaning that's the Lashon and the Mishnah, Noisel and Bailem Revia, Shehein Shlish Bemois. However, you're not giving 25% of whatever it is you paid, but rather you're giving a you're giving 33% of whatever it is you paid. So in the same example, if you paid $100 for this piece of karka, when you purchase it from the Sikrikun, you're going to give an extra third. It's not an even number, but it's $33.33. That's ultimately what you're going to give. Says the Gemara, but my community, what's the machlik? Why does Rob say that the check you have to write to the Balabayas is 25%? It's a revia. Whereas Shmuel said the check that you have to write is $33. It's a shlish. So the Gemara says, Mar Savar, Shmuel, Holds Nechi Revia Zavin that when the Sikrikon sold the property to the Lekech Min Sikrikon, they sold it as a discount. That's one of the themes that underpins the laws of the Sikrikon, being that they have no basis because they got it for free. It's a good business model. So therefore, when they sell it, they're happy to sell it at a discount. How much of a discount are they willing to sell it for? So according to Shmuel, they're discounting it a Revia. 
Which means, let's just do the math in our head, if you spent $100 for this piece of property, how much was the piece of property really worth? Again, these are not even numbers, but it would be worth $133, right? So if you got a 25% discount and you paid $100, a mana, let's say, that means it was worth a mana and a third. So being that it was discounted, $33, and the whole spirit of why you're giving money to the Balabayas is, is because even though the Balabayas doesn't have a claim anymore, it doesn't have a schus to take the actual property, but at the same time, there's no reason you should profit from buying from the Sikrikon. So at the very least, you should end up paying whatever the fair market value is, give the difference, obviously not to the Sikrikon, give it to the Balabayas. So if it was discounted by $33, how much should you give now? $33. So being that it's discounted by a quarter, therefore for the check that you're going to write is a check for a third. Umar Sava, whereas Rav holds Nechi Chum that when they discount it, they don't discount it by 25%, they only discounted it by 20%, which means if you paid $100, how much was it really worth? 125, right? 125 minus 20% would be 100. So if the discount was 20%, the discount was $25. Now when you're going to pay, you're going to give $25, which ends up being 25% of whatever it is you paid for it. So if the discount is 25%, your check is going to be 33%. If the discount was 20%, your check is going to be 25%. So the side of the machloikis of the side of the machloikis between Rav and Shmuel is how much of a discount that's what they were arguing about. So sometimes Rav and Shmuel were arguing in Grace Alumnus. Etc., etc. Come on, every machlik is Rav and Shmuel. Stating that, they used to argue by God of the two. Right? So machlik is in Rav and Shmuel. This is a machlik is Rav and Shmuel that's Mamish and Metzias. The Sikrikun, did they discount it by? 20% that they discounted by 25%. So if they were Mesvei, I'll ask you a kasha from a b'raisa, a b'raisa which says the halach of the Mishnah, and Kamuvan, it says it a little bit more, barchav, zu Mishnah Mishayna, as it relates to the original halachas of the Sikrikon, that was the way Chazal previously saw it, Bezit Mamru, but then a later Bezin came, and they said the following, they said, halakech, when a Sikrikon, if somebody buys a field from a Sikrikon, he's supposed to pay a revi'ah, and the Bailam gets to decide how he wants the payment to make. Meaning, what currency? If they want karka, they get to take karka. If they want cash, they get to take cash. That's only if the Balabayas doesn't have the ability himself to buy from the Sekrikun. That's when the Lekech, when Sekrikun keeps it, and all he does is make him home. However, he has a right of first refusal. If he can buy it, he has a schos to be able to buy it. Rebbe, Hoche Besen, Rebbe, appointed a Besen, Vinimnu, and they voted, and the way they came out was the following. Shem Shosa, Bifnei Sekrikun, Shneim, Osor Chaydish, Kola Koydim, Likach Zacha, that in the event that 12 months passed, at that point, the Balabayas loses his right of first refusal. Now, anybody that wants to buy it has a schuss to buy it. However, here's the punchline. The person that bought from the Sikrikon has to give the Bailam what? Revia Bekarka Oy Revia Bemois. Now, whose lotion was that? Revia Bekarka Oy Revia Bemois. That was Rav's lotion. This would seem to be a kasha on a shmuel. It would seem to be a raya to Rav. Now, the emesis toises muches a little bit. Where do you see in the words Revia Bakarka and Revia Bemois, Chita's Rav? All it says is Revia. The Mishnah already said Revia. We're trying to figure out what Revia means. 
true, the lotion of the brisa is the lotion that Rab used. But we had to work backwards and retrofit our understanding of Rab's shita into the words of Rab. The Rab even meant that. But it's not like the words Shrei Shitas Rav to the point that you could ask a Kasha now and you could say Mesive on Shmuel. It's Taisa's Kasha, it's the bottom Taisa on the Yomit, Ayin Shom Taisa says the Territ. Either way, I'm Ravashi. Ravashi said that even though the Brisa would seem to support Rav, it seemed to not be like Shita Shmuel. But at the same time, I can answer the Kasha because I can tell you, Kitanyahi, La'acha Shabo, mostly Yodi. When the Brisa says that it's a Revia, I isn't Shita Shmuel really that it's supposed to be a Shlish? It is a shlish, meaning you're giving 33% of what you paid. But once you give the 33%, what's going to be nisbarer is, is that payment that you made will represent one-fourth of the entire number. Right? That was the whole methodology of Shmuel. Why are you giving a third? Because it was discounted by a quarter. Oh, it was discounted by a quarter. That means you're going to give a third. This is just basic math to make up the quarter discount. So if at the end of the day, your payment is making up the quarter discount, that's why we refer to it as a revere. That's why the Mishnah referred to it as a revere. And that's why the Brysa refers to it as a revere. So even though it's true, the Lashon of the Brysa seems to be a little bit more the Signun of Rav, but at the same time, of and we go weiter. So the Mishnah said that there was a before and there was an after, and even an intermission in the whole sugi of the Sikrikot. But at the very, very end, the Mishnah and this Brisa said that Rebbe Hoshev Best, Rebbe appointed a Best, and they got together and they said, We have to vote. We have to figure out exactly how you're supposed to treat this sugya of the Sikrikon. Venimnu, and they voted, and they came out with the halacha that they came out with. So the Gemara says, Omar Rab, a very interesting postscript. I know how void Rebbe. I was present, I was a member, I was a Chavra Best together with Rebbe, when they voted on the laws of the Sekriko. And you should know, And when they counted, they started counting from me. Meaning, I was the first person that got to vote. Could that be? We learned in the mission of Dine Mominus. When it comes to all Dine Mominus, or laws of Tum of the Tyre, when you take a vote, when Bezdin does, so you always start with the most Chasha person in the Bezdin, the Dine Nefoshes. As it relates to Dine Nefoshes, then then you start from one of the Ketan. What's the Gemara's Kasha? Rav. For all his greatness, when he was a member of Rebbe's best, then his wasn't the Gadol. Who was the Gadol? Rebbe was the Gadol. So, Luchura, it's posh, and he wasn't, from the, he wasn't the Gadol. So, if he wasn't the Gadol, how could Rav had said, Look at what are we handling? The Sugi of Sekrikun. The Sugi of Sekrikun is Dachvas. It's a Shail of Dini Mominus. If it's a Shail of Dini Mominus, Maschilim and So, why would they have started from Rebbe? I'm a Rabbi Brader Rav. It's a Rabbi, the son of Rav. Meaning, as opposed to Rabbi Bar Nachmeni. This is a different Rabbi. Rabbi Brader Rav. Itame, some say it was Rav. Hillel Bereder Abvalus said Shani Minyonah Dabei Rebbe the Minyonah Dabei Rebbe is different the Kulu Minyonayu Min Hatzad Habu Maschilet because in Rebbe's Bezdin whenever they would take a vote they would start from the Kotel they didn't start from the Godel and being that this was Rebbe's Bezdin so this is a whole different Indian and because this is a whole different Indian over here they did it differently and therefore it's not a Kash it's true it's Zidane Mom and ordinarily if this was a regular Bezdin and a Chalami they would have never started from Rab. they would have started from the Godel the Rosh Bezdin but being that this was Minyonayu the Rebbe Kulu Minyonayu Min Hatzad Habu Maschilet the question is why if the halach is, it's a mishnah, dine momenes v'atayrus v'atumas maschilim and agadol, it's the only dine nefashis that's maschilim and atzad, why would this be a halach? So Rashi says that the reason is because really the makar to dine nefashis maschilim and atzad, the Gemara Masech, the Sanhedrin, the first perik, 
learns from a Pasik. It says in the Torah, V'loisane al-riv. It says al-loisane al-riv, and the way riv is written is chaser. It's rej vez, as opposed to rej yud vez. And it's written as if it would say loisane al-rav. Which means that once the rav, the rosh bezdin, opines, at that point, none of the chavriah bezdin are allowed to argue with him. That becomes the halacha. No one's allowed to dings with him. If that's the case, so the of bezdin always had to be the last person and the reason he had to be the last person is because you weren't allowed to argue with him. Now, the time of the Mishnah, Mesech the Sanhedrin, that says that this halach is only true for Dina and Nefashis, holds that this Pasik of Loisana Arif is talking dafka about Dina and Nefashis. Now, the reason he would hold that is, is because look at the rest of the Pasik. The Pasik begins, Loisia Achare Rabim Lerois. What does that mean? You don't go Basiroiv when it comes Lerois. It's not true. You always go Basiroiv. So what does it mean? Like, see, Achir Rabban Leroyz. It's Allah and Dine Nefashis that if you have one more vote, Lera Chayiv Misa over Lataiv, that Allah is like, see, Achir Rabban Leroyz. You have to win by at least two. Otherwise, that Allah is you're not going to go bust the right. That's Allah and Dine Nefashis. So Pasha beat that. Like, see, Achir Rabban Leroyz. Dine Nefashis. Like, see, Achir Rav is Oichet Dine Nefashis. Oh, it's only Dine Nefashis. Only by Dine Nefashis. That Allah is Maschilim and Atzai. So Rashi Ashdekol Torah. Rebbe's Bezdin was Chayluk on that. Rebbe's Bezdin held that although it's true, like, see, Achir Rabban Leroyz is Dine Nefashis, and maybe there's other parts of the pasuk that mean Dine Nefashis. Oh, but at the same time, like, San Ariv is true. I feel about Dine Nefashis. You never let it argue. Oh, you never let it argue. So if that's the case, so therefore Rebbe's Bezdin, they always. Start him in Atzad, and that's Rav's Eidos. He said that Minoi Didi Manu Beresh. Tois says a different shot. Tois says the Einira. Why? The way Mestabed the Polygamist sees in the Sanhedrin the IC, because then it comes out there's a Machlikis over here and Drushes and a Pasuk. I never heard about this. The whole Makartidis is Rav's Bezdin Mitamul as I bederech Agav. The Gemara threw in a Machlikis Tanom that nobody ever heard about. Ella says Tois was the reason is Mishum Anofa. It was Rebbe because Rebbe was an Anof Shloi Lehirois Atzmoi Godol Hoyoisa because we know Rebbe was a very very great person. Gemara is about to wax poetically about the greatness of Rebbe. But, Oilal Kulona, Rebbe was an incredibly humble person. The Mishnah says, Once Rebbe left this world, there was no honor anymore that would ever live that would be on his level. And this was on the Sanusayshal Rebbe. That Rebbe felt that if you're going to start for me, I'm the biggest man in the room. And Rebbe didn't want to be that because of his incredible Anava. And that's why in Minyonayu de Rebbe, over there, it was Kulo Minatzat. Either way, this segues very, very nicely into the next Gemara. So why are we mentioning this? Because the Previous member that we said was Rabbi Breder Rav. Some say Rav Hill Breder Rav Valis. That's not a formulation that you see every day. You find it a second time. No, we mentioned the first. We're going to mention the second as well. But Derek Agav, if you look at Rashi, Rashi has a Dibra Maskel Valis. But Rashi doesn't say anything. If you look at Rashi Valis. What's the punchline? So the Chsam Soifer in Chedushik Chsam Soifer right here on the Gemara says Dibra Rashi Tzvichem Biur because Rashi said Valis and Ugunish Gazot. So he said that Roisi, Beshem Hagoyin Hagodol, Rabdovit Oppenheim. So this is Prezberg and Prague coming together. But he said, I saw in the name of the great Rabdovit Oppenheim that Rashi just wanted to clarify 
how are you supposed to spell the word valas? And the reason is because we had a Gemara earlier in the Masechta on Daf Yod Aleph on the days where the Gemara was talking about different shemois of Oivdei Kechavim, shemois Vufhaken of Oivdei Kechavim. And the Gemara gave examples. The Gemara said, Vedafka Lukus Velus. There was a name, Lus, or Velus, that was a non Jewish name. Valos, Velus. Sounds a little bit similar. So Rashi just wanted to clarify the spelling. This is not Lus. This is not Vilus. That the Gemara mentioned on Daf Yiral from the base. It's Valus. That's what David Oppenheim said. Some Seifer brings it right here. Allah Tar on the Gemara. But anyway, so what's the second memory that Rabbi Reid Rabbi Samson Rabbi Reid Rabbi said? If you go literally from Moshe Rabbeinu and you fast forward all the way, to Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, you'll never find another person other than Moshe Rabbeinu or Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi who were Torah Vigdula b'makam echad. So first things first. What's Rashi's definition of Torah Vigdula b'makam echad? So Zok Tehillah Gerash. Libra Maschel, the one right after Valas. B'makam echad. Shehtehei Torasam Vigdulasin Shal Yisrael b'makam echad. Torah Vigdula means, number one, the Torah and the Vigdula of Kla Yisrael. So, when Motsinu, that the Torah and the Gdul of Kla Yisrael was B'mokim Echad, with the exception of Moshe Rabbein Rabbi Yudah Nasi and Zok Rashi, okay, what was unique about them? She'en B'Yisrael, Godul B'Torah, U'Ba'oshek HaMoysa. So, Moshe Rabbein was the rest of London in the dark, right? That's Pashat. Sai Sinai, Sai Oikaharim, goes without saying. Moshe Rabbein was also the biggest Gvir in the dark. Mamish, the biggest Gvir was Moshe Rabbein. Rabbi Yudah Nasi was... A tremendous lambdan? Come on. Eichet given the grestic vir. And it's the only two times in history where you find that Torah and Shal Yisrael and Gdulah and Shal Yisrael were b'makam echad. How so? She'en b'Yisrael gadol b'Torah u'ba'ayshe k'mayse. So this term of Torah gadol b'makam echad is obviously used even for people that are not the biggest gvir in Kala Yisrael. But the real Rashi definition of the term is the way it is right here. So said again, who's Rabbi? Pray the Rabbi. Sounds like you're pray the Rabbi. It's from Moshe Rabbeinu to Rabbi. Like, but sin the Torah gadol b'makam echad. Faith of Rabbi Loyes. That's right. Have Yeshua. What about Yeshua Benon? After Moshe Rabbeinu was nifta. Moshe Meis v'Yeshua Machnas. So Yeshua Benon l'chayra was the Godel Adar in Taira, and he was also, the Gemara says, the Godel Adar in Gedula. The Gemara says, have a lazar. That's true, Yeshua Benun was not Shaykh, but at the same time, there was a lazar kind Godel, and be that there was a lazar kind Godel. So he's not, what's he not? He's not the only Yochid in Taira, there's someone else. Meaning, Yeshua Benun wasn't on the Madrega Moshe Rabbeinu. He wasn't on the same Madrega, but at the same time, Allah's Kohen Gadol was on the same Madrega of Yeshua Benon, and as a result, even though Yeshua Benon, yeah, for sure, on some level, is Torah V'Gedulah B'Makam Echad, but the precise definition, the textbook definition of Torah V'Gedulah B'Makam Echad, that he didn't have, because there was someone else, there was also Allah's afraid to get Allah, okay, what about Allah's Kohen Gadol himself? Meaning, after the Petir of Yeshua Benon, you had Allah's Kohen Gadol, so you might have a Pinchas, Okay, Baba Pinchas, after Allah's Kohen Gadol was Nifter, you had Pinchas, have a No, there was Skenim, there were others as well. Afraid they have a Shal. Wasn't Shal HaMelech, Torah V'Gdul B'Makam Echad? Right, Shal is Kibben Shana B'Leichet. Shal is king, literally. So you would think that Shal was Torah V'Gdul B'Makam Echad. So they have a Shmuel. They were Shmuel. And Shmuel, certainly in learning, was as great, maybe even greater than Shal. Afraid the Gemara V'Hanoch Nafsheh. What about after Shmuel passed away? Shmuel passed away during the lifetime of Shal. So the Gemara says an interesting tarot, meaning it's true. There was a tkufa. There was a run that Shal had where he was tired of the Makam Echad. But it wasn't for his entire career. 
And the way Rashi explains it, that when we say Torah Gdul Makamacha, we want someone that from the day he ascended to Gdula, he was Torah Gdul Makamacha. It's Anachanami. You want to know if there's a chalik, a snippet of Shal HaMelech, where he's Torah Gdul Makamacha? Yeah. But there's also a chalik of not, and therefore he's not included. Very good, Rabbi David. David HaMelech wasn't Torah Gdul Makamacha. So the Gemara says, No, Ira Hayyiri was there. And as a result, he was also Meridik. Iri passed away during the lifetime of David. Says the Gemara, same Teretz, Kulushnei, but you know, we need that from the time that David Amalek became king, it'd be Torah, Rul, Makamech, and that's not true because of Iri Hayyiri. Fred Mohab Shloima, what about Shloima Amalek? Shimon Ben Gera, Hakatle. Shimon Ben Gera didn't just die, he was killed by Shloima Amalek. So if he was killed, so Lahura, during the time that he wasn't alive anymore, again, Kulishnei Karmina. Havi Chiskia, what about Chiskia Amalek? Havi Shevna, Ha Iktel, Shevna. Here it doesn't say Katle, because he didn't kill him. Here it says Iktel, he was killed. So Shevna was killed during the lifetime of Chiskia. Says the Gemara, the same Teretz, Kulushnei Karmina. Havi Ezra, what about Ezra? Havi Nechemi Ben Chachalia. Nechemi Ben Chachalia lived at the same time as Ezra. Amir Rav Acha Breid the Rava. Rav Acha Breid the Rava heard what Rav Hill Breid the Ravala said. That me most most of Adri Rebbe when Matzinu Tayr for Duvamak Amechod. So he said, Afani Oimer, I'm going to add to this list, and that is me most Rebbe Adri Rav Ashi. That if you go from Rebbe until Rav Ashi, loy Matzinu Tayra Vigdula B'Makoim Echad. Fake the Gemara of Loy. Is that true? Meaning. The Gemara's kasha is, was Rav Ashi really Torah v'gedula b'makam echad? That's the kasha. V'ahava huna bar What about huna bar So the Gemara says, Shani huna bar It's true, huna bar was not shayach. But at the same time, the make of Havikai played the Rav Ashi. But he was completely machni himself to Rav Ashi. And because he was completely machni himself to Rav Ashi, so it's for that reason that Rav Ashi is considered to be the next person that would be Torah v'gedula b'makam echad. Incidentally, you see from here, that Huna Bar Nassan, you would think Rav Huna to us, but Huna Bar Nassan was, was pretty great. Meaning, if he's in the conversation with Ravashi, and he could be, is the reason that Ravashi can't be Torah Vidul Makam Echad, so it tells you everything you have to know about Huna Bar Nassan, which begs the question who was Huna Bar Nassan? Now, to be clear, it's not Rav Huna. Obviously, Rav Huna lived a lot before Ravashi, and besides, Rav Huna would be Rav Huna. So who is this Huna Bar So it's actually an interesting conversation for another day. One interesting thing that you see from this Gemara is that, so you have Moshe Rabbeinu, then you had Rabbi, then you had Ravashi. Ravashi is also Torah V'gedula B'mokem Echad. There's a Halach in Shulchan Aruch that Talmud Rabbeim, right, they have to fear Zich in a certain way, right? The Talmud can't be Moira Allah, if they rabbi, it's Chayv Misa, the Gemara Brachas, Taflam and Aleph on the base, with Shmuel and Eli and Chana, Alanar Zaz Palati, but these are real Sugis and Shas, of course. You're a day, Reshman Beis, Reshman Gimel, right? These are real Halachas in Shulchan Aruch. There's a special Sifkat in Shulchan Aruch for a Talmud Chavar. Talmud Chavar is treated a little bit differently than a, a regular Talmud because of the fact that he's a Chavar, so therefore he's treated a little bit differently. What's a Talmud Chavar? Rashi in Mesechtis Eruv and Dafsamich Gimel Amad Aleph, Perik Hadar, speaking of digression, so the Perik Hadar is one of the more intense Prokim and Shas, and tucked away in Perik Hadar are the Sugis of Meir Alachim of Neiraboy. But over there, where the Gemara mentions this din of a Talmud Chavar, Zok Tehilgar Rashi, Talmud Chavar means where the Talmud is Chacham Kemoisna. As pinked 
אז הגרויס החוכם הזוי ודרבל. איזה חוכם כמו איזה. אלו, שלא מעט ממנו, דובר אחד היועסר. Or the דאמה גרדה לרנס from the רבי. But in terms of חוכם, he's just as big of a חוכם, but גרדה, he happens to learn from him. And therefore, he has a din of a Talmud, because למייס, if someone learns הלוכה אחד from somebody else, on some level, he has a din of a Talmud. But being that the רבי is not a big חוכם, so therefore, at the end of the day, he's considered a Talmud חוכם. But Rashi's definition seems to be very, very precise. Rashi says, you want to know what a Talmud Chavar is, where he's Chacham Kemoisai. The Vilna Goyen in Bir Agra, in Simen Reishman Beis, when the Mechaber and the Ramah talk about this Allah of a Talmud Chavar, is Metzayin or Rivash. The Rivash in the Tshuva says that Rashi's a power, and I have a Raya, not like Rashi, because if you go through the Gemara over there in Erevin, Daf Samech Gimel Amar Aleph, the Gemara gives an example of a Talmud Chavar. And the Gemara's example is Ravina and Ravashi. Ravashi was the Rebbe, Ravina was the Talmud. And Ravina and Ravashi are an example of Talmud Chavar. And says the Rivash, it can't be that Ravina was as big a Chacham as Ravashi, because the Gemara says, And the only person that gave Ravashi, quote-unquote, a run for his money was Huna bar so you see clearly that Ravina wasn't Chacham Kemoisai. So if Ravina wasn't Chacham Kemoisai, how could he be a Talmud Chavar? And that's it. The Rivash is Kasha, and the Goyen in the Bir Agra, he's Mitzayinah. So who was Tayyar Vigdul B'makam Echad? So you had Moish Ravina, you had Rav Yudah Nasi, and Ravashi. The Tayyar is Chayim. In Mesechtis and Hedrin Daflam, Bedvav Amaral. This Gemara is in two places in Shas. Kemat verbatim. It's Gittin Nuntes and it's Sanhedrin Lamedvav. So he says, What did Moshe Rabbeinu, Rabbi Danasi, and Ravashi have in common? They're all terrific to Makamecha. That's the Gemara. But what else did they have in common? They all contributed a tremendous chalik of the Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Kibbal Torah Misinai. That's the Gansa Torah. Rabbi Danasi wrote the Mishnah. And Ravashi, together with Ravina, they were the Mechabrim of the Talmud Bavli. So it says the Teres Chaim. I'll read it inside. Lufi cha Teres yesh ba gimel chalakim. Mikra mishno shas. Velokach, kishem shah mikra nichtav aidei moishu. Shloi hoyu ke moishu b'chol Yisro b'toyru v'gdula. Kach ha mishno nichtav aidei rebi. Shloi hoyu gamkim ke moishu b'toyru v'gdula b'chol Yisro. Shah yidei shahoyu agadu b'toyru v'gam b'gdula. Meaning, why they have to be Torah V'gdula? Here's the punchline. They had the ability to be ma'asif all the chachamim. Says for Rabbi Yudah Nasi to undertake the project of writing the Mishnah, what he had to do is, he had to start gathering chachamim, and he had to start gathering perushim. It was an incredible, credible undertaking. And it required, obviously, an enormous <laughs> amount of chachma, but also an enormous amount of gedula. And it seems that it was a lot more lechatchila for Rabbi Yudah Hanasi himself to be the check writer. That he should have the ability to do this and not have to be told to be Adacherim. So Rabbi Yudah Hanasi is granted Torah Vigdul Echot. Why? Partially for his tachlis. Why Rabbi Yudah Hanasi? Why did this great Neshama, Neshmasa Shal Yaakov Avinu, why did it come into this world? It came into this world to do this. This was his Tayalis. This was his grace of tachlis. And it's for that reason he was given what he needed. Like everyone's given what they needed to do what they need to do. And what he needed was Torah and Gedula. So he's like the Torah is high. The Chayim of Ashen, if he shall yagod the Torah v'gam b'gedula, l'kach hayu koyach b'yodoi lesoif as kol chach meidoiroi. V'kibetz kol adinim u'memesh en eschatshum imois rebi ve'elach v'kosvay al ha'shas. That's why it was 
Moshe Rabbeinu, and then Rabbi Yudah Nasni, and then Rav Ashi, that were all Torah v'Gedula b'Makam I saw in the Magol Sayam, in Masech the Sanhedrin, Daf Lamidvava Meralev. So he has a few beautiful comments on the Gemara there, which are really comments on the Gemara here. So one of the comments that he says is that what's the shaykhis between the two members of Rabbi Breder Rav of the Itema, Rav Hillel Breder Rav Valas? Meaning at first glance, the two members would seem to have absolutely nothing to do with each other, which is fine, by the way, because this is the derech of the Talmud, that you mention a certain Amaira, especially a formulation of Amairam that don't often appear in Shah. So you have another place, and even a third place, and a fifth place sometimes, we're going to mention it, right? That's Derech HaTalmud. But he says, Yesh Loimar, a beautiful Zach. Because the Gemara said that, Rav said, When they started counting, they started counting for me. Faith the Gemara, I, I thought, you start from the Godel. And the Gemara's parents was that, Shani Rebi, And we mentioned, Toysra says it was because of the great Anova of Rebbe. That Rebbe was such an Anova. Right? He want to make himself look like a Godel. Incidentally, what comes to mind is, we're digressing already, what comes to mind is the Gilion Ashas in Mesechtis Erevin, that Peivava Meralev, where Rabbi Eger quotes the Lukute Maril. This is not the Maril, it's the Lukute Maril. Lukute Maril was written by a Talmud of the Maril. Right? The Lukute Maril is to the Maril what the Maiser Rav is to the Vilna Gaon. It's a record from the Talmudim of different Anhogas Toivos and Givaldi Gechidusha Mamal from the Heilige Rebbe. But either way, the Gemara over there in Erev and Apevav Amir Aleph says, Rebbe Mechabed Ashirim. Rebbe had a Minik. He used to give a lot of cover to Gvirim. Rebbe was Mechabed Ashirim. The question is why? And why Rebbe? So says Rebbe Kivayikim, Lukute Maril. Rebbe was very, very wealthy. Rebbe knew he got a lot of COVID, but it bothered him tremendously because they gave him COVID for my Torah. He didn't want to be Mishtamish Bekisra Shal Torah. So Rebbe had a Moira de Ga'infal. This is where he used his Rizaka Chachma and his Gedula. He said, Let me be Mechabad Ashirim. Oh, if I'm Mechabad Ashirim, everyone will be Mechabad Ashirim. Vinishtvi, he said, people will give me more covet for my gdullah than they're going to give me for my taira, and it's perfect. Like this, I have nothing to worry about. That's another knech in the hafachba, the hafachba, the kulubah that you see in this gilion ashas. But he felt that they'll give me covet for being a gvir, and as a result, at this, I won't have to be mishtamish because of shaltaira. But you see that Rebbe has this rizigik peter, that Rebbe does not want to have any hana from his taira. So it's beautiful what Taisus is saying. This was his this was a great again it's Mishra Mez Rebbe Batlanava but again it's all a, it's all a little bit of a connection Agav the Chassam Soifer says that why Mishra Mez Rebbe Batlanava what there's never been a, such a humble person like Rebbe I mean, we've spoken about some of the legendary Anovim okay good you're in Sadiris Rebbe and Rishonim Kemalochem Anu Kibnayadim Chavashteh but Mishra Mez Rebbe Batlanava Mechitesi so the Chassam Soifer said that the reason there's never going to be another Anov like Rebbe because there's never going to be someone who's going to be of the stature of Rebbe. Rebbe's madrega of Torah v'gdula b'makam echad. I guess it was even more so than Ravashi's madrega of Torah v'gdula b'makam echad. Does he read the Sadairus in that as well? But the point is, Rebbe's madrega of Torah v'gdula b'makam echad was on such a level that 
His anova mevmelo was such a reasonable level of anova. And being that that's unparalleled, and that's not something that will ever be matched, so as a result, Mishamais Rebbe Bakla Anova, not mitzad the onov shavoy, but mitzad the gedula shavoy. Because how do you mess anova based on gedula? Right, that was the Kotzke Rebbe's var. Kotzke said that why did Abishta give the Torah on Har Sinai? Because it was the smallest of all the mountains. So the Kotzke Rebbe said if Abishta wanted to show that Torah requires anova, he should have found the deepest valley and he should have given the Torah over there. Like this, everybody would know. Torah is so the Kotzke Rebbe said, because for a valley to be a non of, he's a valley, he has nothing to be a Balgaiva with. He said, for a bar to be a non of, that's a kunz already. A nova is kefi the madrego of the person. Rebbe was so gewaldic, he's his anova was so gewaldic. And being that there'll never be greatness like Rebbe again, so it's for that reason, by definition, there can never be another again. Adkan, Dibriach, Samsoifer. We have a plot Gemara to learn. So let's go a little bit weiter. Either way, what are we going to do? We're going to digress now. Come move in. And we're just going to continue to talk about different Takhanas that were posh made to save the world. So a Cheresh in Shas is an Eina Shoimeya, but he's also an Eina Medab. So this Cheresh can't hear, he can't talk. Obviously, he can't communicate. The Shaila is like this. What if he communicates via body motions or facial expressions? Maybe Akimas Fos, if he moves his lips. Does that count or does that not count? That's the topic of this Mishnah. A Cheresh can make Ramazim to communicate and he can be Nirmaz, right? He can be on the receiving end. Meaning he can make a Remaz to show that Efashtet. So he can be Roimez as a form of speech and he can be Nirmaz as a form of hearing. Now, what does Reimaz Venirmaz mean? So it's very important. Rashi says, It means either by using his hands or by using his head. Ben Beseira said, not only could he be Reimaz Venirmaz, but he could be Koifetz Venikpatz. Now, Pashit Koifetz means, sounds like he's springing, right? Rashi is not, that's not what it means. Kvitza is Akimas Fosayim. Shenema Kofzo Pio. It's a more diluted form of communication. So to be a roimiz venirmaz, that's a better form than to be a kofetz venikvetz. And then Ben Beseri added one word that the Gemara is going to talk about, b'metaltum. This is all true b'metaltum. Another halacha, a very, very, very well-known halacha, and that is hapa'uta, is ketanen. Even though there too, not b'nei das, as far as transactions go, but at the same time, mekcha mekach, if they buy something, it's considered bought, umemkar memkar, if they sell something, it's considered sold, but here too, that very, very important word, it's only true b'metaltal. Zoktigmar, Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said, machloikis b'metaltal, in the machloikis between b'meseiro and the chachobim, where the choresh has to be roimaz v'nirmaz, or it could be koibiz v'nikvaz, that's only true for handling metaltal. So they're buying or selling metaltal, avo begitin, but let's say a cheresh wants to give a get, so as a cherish giving a get, you got married, midrabanan, right? We learned about Kedusha Cheresh, feels like a long time ago, but it wasn't. It was in the Mishnah Daf Nun Aleph, the Eidos of Yoichen of Ben Gudgada. He talked about this whole Indian, but the point is a cherish can get married, midrabanan, so, so too. He can get divorced with the rabbon, but the machloikis is dafka the metalplan. But when it comes to getting the Akobaramiz, even Mabasera holds you need a better level of it, as to be Burmiz. Why is this a chiddish? It's Nezmaforish in the Mishnah Bimetalton. Why would you think otherwise? Samar says, Mah, the thing I would have thought after Metalton. I would have thought that maybe when the Mishnah says Metalton means even Metalton. Kamash Malon, that's the Chiddish. That's what Nach was coming to say. It's not Afma Metalton, it's Daf Metalton. Now, why would you think after Metalton? Apu metaltlin sounds mamish svaros hafuches from what the Gemara says. The Gemara says it's only true by meseir or bimetaltlin, not begitin. I says the Gemara isn't that obvious. No, because I could have learned the Mishnah just the opposite. 
I can learn the mission. The mission is coming to be marbet, meaning even metal. Don't think only get it, even metal. So Rashi says a very gishmak of shah. Rashi says that what does it mean? A cherish is going to be roimas venirmas, koifits venikbats when it comes to get it. It means he got married, biramisa. He's going to get divorced, biramisa. That's not such a chiddush, maybe. Because being that the whole marriage was a remise to marriage, or kfit to marriage, so maybe there too, the gerishin can happen in that way as well. But metaltalin, it's possible for a cherish to have metaltalin the deiraisa. Ayu is not a bardas. He got it, Rashi says, be Yerusha. We can tell to Toysus and the Ramam Shita and all the Ktoysus about das, the Cherismak, but Rashi says, be Yerusha. Maybe he inherited it. And if he inherited it, even a lav bardas, be Yerusha, could be coined in something midday raiso. So I would have thought that if you have a Kenyan in something midday raiso, maybe you can't be mafkia it in this secondary way. That's after Metalplin. So it's true. La it's only Metalplin. But really, you could have thought after the Talpin, as far as the focus. Ikadami, some had it, Mamish the opposite. I'm Rabnach, Nachsam, Kavkoikis, Talpin, Kachmal, Kikis, Begitin. Now, when it says Metalpin and the Mishnah, it doesn't mean after the Metalpin. It's true, Begitin is what? Fred the Gemara, Kashanav, Anam the Metalpin. Doesn't it say Metalpin, Smash, but only Metalpin? Ima after Metalpin. What the Mishnah means is also Metalpin. Hapuka is Metra Mekach, Umemkara, Memkar, Bim Metalp, Akam. What's the age of Pu'utas? Machi Rabudah, Rabbi Yitzchak, Brace, Rabbi Yehuda pointed to son Rabbi Yitzchak, which meant Kevar Shis, Kevar Shev, either six or seven years old. Rabbi Kano Amar, Kevar Shev, Kevar Tami, seven or eight years old. Asis Adonah, Kevar Tesh, Kevar Eser, but Loi Pligid is really, you know, Machloik is called Chavachav, a Fichor. So you have to look at each child and you have to see what the child is. Now, what are these two ages? Six or seven, seven or eight, nine or ten. So Pashtis, the younger age is for a girl and the older age is for a boy. Because we know a Nikeva, she becomes Basmis when she's 12, a boy when he's 13. So you see, it starts a year earlier. So, so too in the Sugya of Pu'uta is Mekcha Mekach, Umemkara Memkar, even though women usually have a disadvantage when it comes to laws of Mekcha Memkar, one of the intense Sugyas that we learned about earlier in the Mesachta. But the bottom line is, that's what these two ages are. Another thing is the discussion, the Rishonim, what happens once the child is 10? Meaning, it sounds like once he's 10, now you're good to go. Right? Six, seven, near it's maybe Lafi Chorfe. But nobody said older than that. So a little bit it sounds like maybe once a child is 11, you don't have to do any evaluation. And Pu'utais are going to be Mekha, Mekha, Memkara, Memkar. The Maestro, the Rishonim say it's not Muchach. Could be. Tein Lachachem V'yachkamoy. Meaning if he said 6, 7, he said 7, 8, he said 9, 10. Basically what it means is from the age of 6, L'chaira, go ahead and test the child. That's seemingly what we're trying to say. But there's no mile of being older than 10. The Yisoyed Hadavar is, it's the Fih Chorfe. Zokdemar, the time of my, why did Chazal institute this? Meaning, why is it that Hapu'uta is Mekha, Mekha, Kumemkar, Memkar? And really, why is it that Cheresh is Reimus Venirmas, or he's Kaifetz Venikvat, says the Gemara, I'm Rabbi Abba Bayakim, I'm Rabbi Yoichim, Shum Kedechai. A Pashi should be able to get around. He should be able to go to a grocery store and buy something. But otherwise, he's going to be very compromised. He's never going to be able to do anything. So Pashi, Kedechai, he should be able to live another day. We had no choice, but we had an institute that Ketanim should be able to do different transactions, even though Medei Rai said they can't, ah, you'll ask me, how do you have a right to institute something like this? That's not a kasha. Hefker, Bezden, Hefker. Zok to Gemar. The Posnik says, Vayoymer la'asher al hamel tocha, hoytzei levush l'chol oivdei haboa, vayoytzei lahem hamalbush. This is a Posnik in Malachim Beis. It's talking about one of the kings who killed all the Nevi'ei Habao. 
Says the Gemara, my Meltacha, what does the word Meltacha mean? Now, why are we even talking about this? Because it's the same names. Amrav Abba Bar Yaakov, Amrav Yechem. He was the one that just said that the reason Chazal was Masakim Pu'utais and Cheresh, Mishum Kedei Chayev, so he said this halach as well. It means Dovram Nimlo Venimtach. So, Bekitzer, the Nevi Abal, are putting on these very, very fine garments. And what was so fine about them? They were Nimlo Venimtach. So, when they were made, they were made from a certain type of Pishton, but they were, they did Malila with it. They rolled up the, the, the threads to made them so, so fine that it was like the finest garments you can possibly wear. The Gemara says, Yes, Rav Dimi, I'm Rav Yoichanon. Rav Dimi came from Yitzchel, he said over in the name of Rav Yoichanon, a lot of halachas, and in this case, also something interesting. He said, Shigir loy bunyan ben nunyan lerevi. So bunyan ben nunyan sent Rebbe the following. He sent them four begotten. One was made of sivni, the other one was v'chaymis, the next one was sausla, the other one was malmala. Sivni v'chaymis, they were made from such fine silks, right, from such fine material, that if you folded it up, you could fold it so small, right, the finer the material is, so the smaller you'd be able to fold it. So this you were able to fold so small, it was kamguza palgadam guza. Mamish, you were able to fold it to the point that it was like a, mamish, a, a, a walnut and a half, that's how small it was. Sausala umalmala was kepistik Rashi says here, this is a gold something that the Chazir eats. But either way, my Malmula, why was it called Malmula? Because of this Indian, because we were able to, they used to roll it, and that's how they made it the way they made it. Either way, we return to our regular program, and that is Pu'utais. So Pu'utais, Mecha, Mecha, Memkar, Memkar. Why? What age? Kefi Chorfe. Sounds like the youngest age is six. Says the Gemara, Betusan, Akama. What happens if somebody sells something to a cotton, and then he violates the Isra of Oyna? So the question is, how does the laws of Oyna intersect with cotton, uh, with pu'utais? So the Gemara says, I'm Rabbi Yonim Rabzeira, I just can God, it's the same halacha like a gadol. So whatever the halacha of a gadol is, that's what it's going to be. The number is going to be a six. Now, there's a very important Rashi here. What is, what's the basic law of Oyna? So the halacha is if somebody buys something, and there's Oyna, meaning he was ripped off, he wasn't charged what he was supposed to be charged. Up to a six, everything stays. The Mekkah is Mekkah. You keep the extra money, there's an implied mechila, this is the halacha. If it was exactly one six, the mekach is a mekach, but you have to return the oina. If it's more than a six, it's a mekach tois. What does Rashi say as it relates to the tois of a cotton? Zak Rashi, ad shtus kigadol. Ad shtus kona hakoina umachsar oina. Up to a six, the koina is koina, and he has to return the oina. If it's more than a six bottle mekach. So the Mepharshim are all medayik from Rashi, that Rashi is clearly explaining the Shulchan Aruch of Aynav for a cotton, not like the Shulchan Aruch of Aynav Because Rashi says, up until a six, you have to return the Aynav. That's not the halacha of Aynav. By a gadol, it's if it's exactly a six, you have to return the ayinah. But over here, Rashi seems to say, ad shtus, and if that's the case, therefore, that is going to be the halacha. There is another gerson, Rashi, ayin shah. Zok to gemara, mar, what happens if a cutter wants to give a matano? Is the matano going to be a matano or is the matano not going to be a matano? So he can buy, he can sell. What if he wants to give a gift? What would be the halacha? Now, the truth is, what's the shayla? What's the shayla? So Rashi explains. Because the whole kayach of Putais is based on Kedei Chayev. Where's the Kedei Chayev to give a matano? Kedei Chayev is to buy and sell. What about to, to give a matano? So Rashi says, because that's actually part of life. You can't get through life without giving matanas. You give a matano, you get a matano back. I do you a favor, you do me a favor. And like this, the world, the 
But that's part and parcel of Olam Kim and So if we're going to already institute such an Indian Kedechayev, so it makes sense that maybe we'd allow to give him a ton or maybe not. It doesn't say that in the Mishnah. It says, Mekcha, Mekach, Umemkara, Memkar. So Abaya asked this question. So the Gemara says, Rav Yehmer, Amr, Rav Yehmer said, Eh, Matanasa, 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 said, Matanasa, Matanasa, his Matano is a Matano. So the Gemara says, Afchua, Veshadru, Lekamei, the Ramartchai. They sent the child to Ramartchai. But when they sent it to Ramartchai, Afchua. It wasn't Afchua, Zok Rashi. Bnei Yeshiva Tov. The Bnei Yeshiva made a mistake. Vahofchudvarim, the Marla, the Mar. Meaning they mixed up what Rav Yemar said and what Marba Ravashi said. So they sent to him that Rav Yemar said that if a cotton gives a matano, it is a matano. And Marba Ravashi said if a cotton gives a matano, it's not a matano. So Rav Mordechai gets this brief and he opens it up and he says they want to know my opinion on this matter. Could a matano, could a cotton, yeah, give a matano, not give a matano. And Rav Yemar said, yeah. And Marba Ravashi said, no. Which was again, the opposite of what they really said. But they had mixed it up. Amar so Ramadchai said, Zilu Imru the Bar Mar. Go tell the son of Mar. So who's the son of Mar? It's a little bit tricky. It's Mar Bar Ravashi. Ramadchai is referring to Ravashi as Mar. Rashi says, because he's his Rebbe become of a Kaibis and Shas. So being that he's his Rebbe, so he's referring to Mar Bar Ravashi as the son of Mar. So even though his name is Mar, he Kurdish might be strong Mar. But in this conversation, he's the son of Mar. Because what does Mar literally mean? Rebbe. Like Abayah always refers to Rabbe as Mar. So he says, go tell the son of Mar, Lav hochi hava Don't you know about this story? Kavikoi Mar. Again, Ravashi. Chad kariar, chad kariar. He says, I'll tell you exactly when the story happened. Ravashi had one foot on the ground and the other foot was on a darga that's on the rung of a ladder. And we asked him, Matanasamai, what's the Allah that gives a matano? For Amalan and he told us, Matanasa Matana Sakuta Matana. And then he added, Achas Matna Shivmara, Achas Matnas Bari, Achas Matnas Matana Maruba, the Achas Matana Muatas, he already paskin the Shiloh. And if he already paskin the Shiloh, go tell Mabra Ravashi, you know you're paskin and not like your father. Now the Emma says he wasn't paskin not like his father. It was a fruitkame. And therefore that's what he thought, but either way, this concludes the Pauta Ischelik of the Sogia. We move along. Another Mishnah that's going to talk about new Takanas. These Takanas are discussing different halachas that were made. The Lashon of the Mishnah is not taken oil. The Lashon of the Mishnah is Darke Shalom, which maybe. But the bottom line is, is that these are different Takanas that were made. It's going to be a whole smorgasbord of ideas and Sugyas that are going to follow. Another very, very Gishmaka Mishnah. Zakta Mishnah, Eilu Dvarim, Omru, Mipnei, Darkishal. The following laws were stated Mipnei, Darkishal. First one everybody knows. Koyim Koyre Rishon, Vachrav Levi, Vachrav Yisrael, Mipnei, Darkishal. So if you're in Bismedrish, and there's a Gabba, and he has to give Aliyahs. The first Aliyah goes to a Koyim, the second Aliyah goes to a Levi, and then the third Aliyah, maybe the fight breaks out. But if they darkly show him, at least we know it's Koy and Levi, and then afterwards Yisrael. Ma'arvin, Babayis, Yashon, Mipnei, Darkish. What's the darkish Shalom, by the way? It's like this. Nobody should be fighting for the first two Aliyahs. Right? That's the whole point. Because if the first Aliyah you would be able to give to anybody, fights would break out. So just push it to prevent this from happening. Right? You see from here the sensitivity you have to have with Aliyahs, because Chazal literally made a Takano of Darke Shalom, the Gemara is going to go into it a little bit more, but if you want to take out the premius of the Sugya, it's that if you're a Gapa, beware. But regardless, the Achar of Levi, the Achar of Yisrael, and the reason is, 
Mipnei Dark Rishon. So let's say there was a Chatzar, and this Chatzar had done an Aruvei Chatzeros, and now it expired, and now we have to figure out where we're going to put the proverbial box of matzahs, right? We need a new place to put it. So your grandfather did. Once this was the bias where it was put, so you're always going to get first dibs for it to continue to be there. Another Allah. If you have a bar that's next to the Amma. So the bar is and the Amma is the irrigation canal. So the Allah is that in the olden days when they would have this whole irrigation system, so you should have running water. So the bar that was closest to the Amma, he has the schos to have his bar filled up before everybody else. And not because as Epsayachsen, has nothing to do with that. But because again, otherwise a fight's gonna break out. It's like this, it makes sense. You go first, you go second, like this, there'll be no fighting. Let's say somebody has a net and he caught a chai, he caught an oif, he caught a fish. Meaning, if you have a net, you have a trap that you set up somewhere. And all of a sudden, you caught a chreisesh, a squirrel. Could somebody go ahead and take it from you? So the halacha is midday, right? So yeah, you have no real kinyan in it. It's only midnight. Dark Yishalim that we treat it like zeder. Rabbi Yossi, Yoimer, Gezel Gomer. Rabbi has a, a sheet that when it comes to bailas, that's very different than all the other Tanam and Chas, which we're going to get into in the coming days. But Rabbi Yossi, this is really a lishitase, as we'll see. He holds this is gazel gum. Metzias chereshayt v'katan. If a chereshayt v'katan finds a lost object, yesh behem mishum gazel. If you take it from your gazel, but only mipnei darkishalom. Why darkishalom? Because they don't have the ability beetzam to be zayich in it. Mipnei darkishalom. It's finished. Rabbi Yosi. Rabbi Yosi says gazel gomer. Now you're fartigal gazel. Oni amenakib reshazayis. If you have an oni and he was menakib reshazayis, meaning he's on climbing on top of the. Zayis, top of this tree, is hanging on for dear life, and he's cutting Zaysim, and then a few of them got away. So the Allah is Masha Tachtov Gazel. If somebody goes and takes what's underneath him, he's a Gazlin, again, Mipnei Dark Yishol, it's not really his, Mechatesi, but Mipnei Dark Yishol. Now, what's the Ani doing being Menachev on the Reisha Zayis? Usually, by definition, the Ani is the person that doesn't have his own Zayis. There it is, it was Peyach, it was Shikha, so whatever it is, it was one of the Matnasanim that where you can have it, Reisha Zayis, Ayin, say this wrong. And that's what's going on over here. Rabbi says walk into a Jewish field and they want to take we don't stop them. And the reason again is So we had a whole bunch of halachas that was said And from here until the end of the daf, we're going to discuss the first one. What was the first one? The Achar of Levi, the Achar of Yisrael, and this is all Mipnei Dark Yisrael. What's the Makar to first Koyin and then Levi? Says the Gemara, Omer Abmasna, Abmasna, said the Amakra, it's based on the following passage. It says, Vayichtov Moshe, as Atay Razois, Vayitna Ela Kayhan Abnei Levi, Hanoisim Asaroim Bris Hashem, Valkol Ziknei Yisrael. So who did Moshe give the Torah to? He gave it to the Kayhanim, who were the Bnei Levi. Says Rav Masna Otto, I know all your Dana the Kehanim they live in. You know, everyone knows who the Kehanim came from. The Kehanim came from a Hiron who is an anagol of of Levi. So what's the Shiloh? Ella, it's coming to teach me Kehanim first and Levi second. Kehanim and Levi. That's Seder. Kehanim Bereisha Bahadur Levi. Now what does this have to do with? Reading from a Sefer Torah, so Rashi, Belashoyne Azov says that in that pasuk, Vayichtay Moshe Satayra Azois, Vayitna Ela Kaihanim. What was he trying to do when he gave it to the Kaihanim? Vayitna Sheikaruba Kaihanim. 
He gave it to them that they should read from it. Also, if this Pasuk that mentions Kayadim and then Leviyah is talking about reading from a Sefer Torah, which, by the way, that's what it used to mean when you got an Aliyah. When you got an Aliyah, you didn't just say, Baruch HaShem HaMavayrach, but rather you actually had to read, you had to come prepared if you wanted Aliyah. But the point is that being that we're talking about reading from the Sefer Torah, and it says Kanem and then Levim, says Ramasa, that's what this means. Says the Gemara, I have a different Makar. I learned it from the following Pasuk. It says, So again, he asks the same question. Now here Rashi doesn't say anything. But probably Rashi means the same thing. It says, So there's some bracha that's taking place over here, even though it's referring to Berchus Kayanim. But it sounds like there's some bracha maybe taking place over here. Regardless, it says Kayanim, and then it says Levi. And therefore, it's again a Makar, first Kayan, then Levi. Ravashi Rav says, I learned it from a different Pasik. A Pasik in Divrei Hayyavim. The Pasik says, B'nai Amram, Aharoin, Umoisha, Vayibodel Aharoin, Lahakdisho Kodesh Kodashim. So this pasuk, you see that Aharon was separated. Like Tisha Kodesh Kedoshim, so if he's Kodesh Kedoshim, it makes sense. Kodesh Kedoshim goes first. He learned it from the most famous of all the psukim. It says Vikidashtoi, right? It's a pasuk in Parshas Emor. Vikidashtoi ki eslechem lokecha umakriv kadosh yaloch ki kadosh ani Hashem mikadishchem. And from the word Vikidashtoi, we learn the whole davar shavikidusho that a coin is always supposed to come first. In fact, Tanya Rabbi Shmuel. We have a brayser that used to be taught in the Yeshiva of Rabbi Shmuel. It says in the Torah Kedusha, we learn from here the whole Davish of Kedusha. All Davish of Kedusha comes first. Meaning, Leftayach Rishon, he gets to talk first. Rashi says, Bechol Davar Kavod. Anytime it's a, a, a psicha of Kavod, he comes first. Bein b'Tayir, bein b'Yeshiva, who yidabe b'Rosh? He always get. He's the Rosh Hamedabim. Kipshutai. Ulevarech Rishon. When it comes to the Suda, he's the one that's mighty. Everybody. And when they're dividing, whatever the food is, he gets to pick the first chalik. He gets the first slice. Why does his chos? It's based on this halacha v'kidashtoi. He always comes first. But the bottom line is, is the Gemara said, Minani Mili, how do you know that the coin gets the first aliyah? We had loy pachis from four mekayers. Vayichtad Moshes HaToy Razoi, Tzvi'en Al-Kiyan Ebenei Levi, Vidikshu HaKiyan Ebenei Levi, Bnei Amran Harun HaMosh, Vayibodu Laharun Laktish Gedish Kedoshim, and then finally, Achren Achren Chaviv Vikidashta. Great thing tomorrow. Amri Abayi Le Rav Yosef, Sabayi told Rav Yosef, Mipnei Darkishol, he says, I can't read this whole Hevshach over here. The Mishnah said, Kayin first, why? Because of Darkishol. And now you bring me four mekayers, Literally three of them absukim in the Torah. One is every Kabbalah, every Ayyamim, where there seems to be Mekayrus, Mekayrus. And Vikidashtoi sounds like it's a mitzvah's essay, Dairaisa, which Ladas Kamer Rishonim, by the way, it is. Big Machiks Rishonim. If Vikidashtoi is a Din Dairaisa, Taisheet is a Din Rabbanim. But the Pashtis in the Rishonim is it's a real Din Dairaisa. So if that's the case, it's not Dark Yisholim, it's a really Din Dairaisa, Amaleh. So Rabbi Yosef told Abaya, Dairaisa. Really, it's a Din Dairaisa. However, when the Mishnah said Dark Yisholim, what the Mishnah meant to say was, is the time of the crow. Mipnei Darke Shalomim. Meaning the Mishnah didn't say Tikkun O'Eilam. The Mishnah just said Ve'elu Dvarim that are Mipnei Darke Shalomim. This din grad is a din dairais. All the other din of the Rabbanon. But this din happens to be a din dairais. And it is Mipnei Darke Shalomim. Says the Gemara. Dichs Amalei. So he told, told him back. Abaya doesn't say Amaleh. He says, You're going to tell me that the reason the Mishnah calls it Darkish Shalom is because the Tachlis, the reason the Toyelis of this din was Shalom, the entire Torah is Dach Shalom. 
Now, if you ask me, I would say, no, it's a little bit different. I understand the whole Torah is Shalom, meaning all the laws of the Torah, Tamidei Chachamim Marbim Shalom Ba'olam. That's Pasha, but the reason you put on Tefillin is for Shalom? The reason you say Kriyashma is for Shalom? Here, the real reason for the mitzvah is Shalom. But Abai is still muching. Abai is saying, Elu Dvarim Dei Shalom, you tell me a Din Dei Raisa, every Din Dei Raisa has in it an element of Shalom. Elam Rabayas, Abai said a different shot. Look at the Mar. I think the Mishnah is referring to a different halacha. Mishnah is not explaining why Kayin gets the first Aliyah. Kayin gets the first Aliyah because of the Gidashta. That's why he gets the first Aliyah, or one of the other Mekairis. What the Mishnah is saying is a different Aliyah. It's based on the following price. The Tanya, Shnayim, Amtin, and Zelah, Zebekar. If there are two people that are eating together, added the same car, the same plate. So this is old school. So the Aliyah is, they have to wait for each other. What does it mean? So let's say you're in the middle of eating two people, right? There's two forks. Maybe not if they're sharing the same plate. But regardless... One person takes a break, he needs a drink, which usually meant yayim. But he needs a break. So the Allah is the other person is supposed to wait for him. Shnayim, if there's two people eating, Mamtin and Zelazabikar. Shloisha ain't Mamtinim. But let's say there's three people and one person decided to take a little break in the action, so that's his problem. We can continue doing what we're doing. Another halacha the Bryce says, Habitseya, who paisha yodachim. The person that says Hamoitzi, see, he gets the dips, literally, right? That's what they used to eat. He gets all the food first. Then covered the rabbi. But let's say the Baitseya wants to give cover to his rabbi. So he was the Baitseya, not the rabbi, but he wants to be Mechabed. Rabbi, you can get the Trina before me, right? That's what he's telling him. Oy, let me shagadu me man. Or not for his rabbi, someone else that's bigger than him. Harishus biyadoy. The Allah is, he's a left. This is only true. A base I can assess. If you have the keyboard, don't give it to somebody else. Why? Because I'm afraid that a fight's going to break out. Because it's done in such a public setting. There's so many people, and every person might think that really he's deserving of this aliyah. So it's not good. So it's for that reason, yeah, what you do in your dining room, we're not worried about that. But if you're going to do this in a very, very public setting, deal with concern. So you see that there's an Indian that what? That if someone is getting a certain covet, if he wants to be Meichel HaKvayda, he can be Meichel HaKvayda. Oh, but not in the Beis HaKnesses. Why? Because we're worried the Masil and Suyeh. Says, Abai, that's the Mishnah. The Mishnah's not telling me the Iker Allah of Goyen Rishon. Goyen Rishon, that's a... Uh, oh, then they rise it. The Mishnah's telling me a whole different Allah. What the Mishnah's coming to tell me is, is this Indian of the Loi Asil and Suyeh. In fact, Amar Ramas, Nahad, Amar Beis HaKnesses, Loi, this is what we said in Beis HaKnesses, Loi, Loi, Amar, Elba, Shabbos, Yom, Toivim, Dishchi, Chi, Rab. It's the same point. That's only because there's a Rab. Abba, Shenev, Chamish, Loi. But if it's on a Monday and a Thursday, when you don't have the same level of Rab, Toysfer says nowadays we do have the Rab. But at least in those days, you didn't have the same Rav Meshen Vechamishi. It's different. Rav Huna used to get the first Aliyah in Shabbos for Yantip. Rav Huna was different. Rav Ami, Rav Asi, Kahani. Rav Ami, Rav Asi, who Kahanim. What's the cash of Rav Huna? Rav Huna wasn't a Kayan. So Rav Huna wasn't a Kayan. How's he getting the first Aliyah? He's different because Rav Ami, Rav Asi, who were Kahani, Shivi, there it's Israel. They weren't just Kayan. Still, make of Habi Kaifule, they used to give him tremendous covet. Meaning, there's no machloikis that's going to happen if Rav Huna gets the first aliyah. If you give it to somebody else, and then another person might say, you know, but if you're giving it to Rav Huna, over there you don't have to worry about it. And mean that over there you don't have to worry about it. So in that situation, it's going to be different. It sounds a little from this Gemara, quoting the Rishayna, that a koyin, that's moichel al kfoidoi, kfoidoi machel. Because it sounds like that really, we're not for the fighting if a Kayin wanted to give away the first Aliyah to someone that's not a Kayin, he would have a right to do it. Abayah said, that's the whole Mishnah. When the Mishnah says, Elu Dvarim, 
And it's a chiddush, because ordinarily the boys say yeah, all these different anyanim you find that you could be meichal akvayda, but that's only because it's in a private setting. When you're in a public setting and you want to be meichal akvayda, it's not something you're allowed to do. But it sounds like meikra din if you wanted to, he could. Is that so poshet? Meaning, we know that there are different people that in halacha were obligated to respect. Father, kabbalas avichavasimecha, mother too, a rebbe, a melech. So there's different people that we have an obligation to be mechab. What about bezyoinos? That's discussion already in the Rishonim. What about a koyin? So a melech shemachal and the truth is that at first glance it would seem to be the Gemara seems to say that if the Koyen wants to be this is something that he's allowed to do not for today but at the same time there's a very very important Marumakim in the Agoyis Mardchai and it's right here in Mesechtis Gitin it's Ois Remez Tov Samach Aleph and the Agoyis Mardchai tells a story there was a maisa bekoyin sheyotzak mayin al yedei rabenu tam. There was a koyin that was pouring water for rabenu tam. The hikshalei talmud and there was a talmud that was there, and he said, "I don't understand. How could you do this?" Hashaninu biyirushalmi. We learned in a yirushalmi hamishtamish bekohuna ma'al that if someone's mishtamish bekohuna, he's a ma'al. Now, what's this yirushalmi? So the yirushalmi is in the eighth parak of Masechtas Brachas, and it says as follows: Minayin. How do you know that if someone's mishtamish in a koyin, he's a mile? Rav Acha B'Shem Shmuel Omar, because it says, V'oimro aleyem, atem koydish v'ashem, v'hakeilim koydish. Your koydish and the keilim ha-koydish. Ma keilim ha-mishtamish b'hem mo'al, av ha-mishtamish b'kayanim Just like if someone's mishtamish in the keilim of the base of he's a mile. So too, if someone's mishtamish in the kayanim themselves, he's going to be considered a mile. So, the Talmud asks Rabbeinu Tam, how you like to be mishtamish b'kuhuna, l'chayra, you're a mishtamish bekuna ma, the heish of loy. And Rabbeinu Tam told him Sisrei Taira. This is one of the most shver Rabbeinu Tams of all time. He said, Ain bahem kedusha bezman azeh. Kayanim have no kedusha nowadays. Why not? The kaimelon bigdeim aleim kedusha aleim. We loy loy. We know that Allah has a kain does the avoid in the base of mikdash and he's mechusib begadim. It's as if a zar did the avoid. And the reason is because Chazal darshin bezman she bigdeim aleim. He's a regular czar. So said Rabbeinu Tam, being that today Kayhanim don't have big day kahuna, so ain't bohem kedusha bezman azeh. The hiksha. So he asked him, did the Talmud him came call me kedusha loy laavid lahu? So he said, if that's the case, so why does Kayhanim why have any alachas? Why did he get the first aliyah? Why can't a Kayin walk into a base Akvaris? Why can't a Kayin marry a Grusha? If you tell me there's no Kedushas Kuhuna Bizman so I don't know, we can start clearing every single halacha in Dine Kuhuna and ask ourselves, why is this halacha no Bizman Azeh? The Shasik Rabbeinu Tam. And Rabbeinu Tam was quiet. He paused it, he was stumped. He had nothing to tell this Talmud. The Heshiv, Rabbeinu Peter, or Rabbeinu Peter, or Rabbeinu Pater, seem different. Uh, but either way, so Rabbeinu Pater, this is the second time we had Rabbeinu Pater in the Sechtis Gitin. The first time was on Davches. 
when they were discussing Trumas and Maestris in Europe based on the Sugi over there. So Rabbeinu Pater said, the Nate, the Yesh Ben Kedusha, he says, I'll tell you a different tarets. It's okay what Rabbeinu Tam is doing. The Rebbe Avad is allowed to do what he's doing. He's a Nivavaloyadamanisnabikilu. Meaning, even though he gave an answer which we don't understand, but it's Richtig. You know why? Because although Kayhanim have Kedusha, but at the same time he can be Michael. And he brought a raya, and his raya was not from our sugya. His raya was from a gemara sechtes kedushin, because the gemara says in Parakam of the kedushin in the sugya of avodim, in koyin nirtza, a koyin can't have nirtza, but they should not be balmum, because he's going to be a balmum, and a koyin can't make himself a, a balmum. Said Rabbeinu Peter, v'hashda b'loy hachtaim matikshi. Why do you have to come on to azat makar that he can't be a nirtza? Tepeglei heich matzi mishtabdi be. How could he allow himself to be an evet? And how could we treat him like an evet? So the whole discussion of a Koyan Nirza doesn't even get off. It's dead on arrival. It has no Havana. Elevadi Matsimachal. Must be Kibi Michael, the Hilkah Itzrich, the time of the Bamum, the Kain Hoya Nirza. And therefore, this Talmud was allowed to do what he was doing. He was allowed to be Yutzak Mayim, Ayadeir Benu Tam. And the reason is because of this thing. Emma says, this Rabbeinu Tam is a Pella. Rabbeinu Tam? Did he just say that the halacha is that there's no Kedushas Kahuna Bizman Hazeh? This is a major, major zog tucked away in Agoyi Smartchai here in the end of a Sechtes Gittin. V'kama kumus in Nishtabru to be miyashiv this Rabbeinu Tam. But I'll tell you something interesting. The Ksav Soifer in his Chedushi Ksav Soifer al-Ashas right here on our Gemara. And the Ramshik in his Sefer HaMitzvah by the Mitzvah of the Kiddash they both bring that they had a Mesoira from the Hilgir Rebbe from the Ksav Soifer. And that is, I'll read it to you in a Vainik from the Ksav Soifer. Viroisi bechedushi ovi moiri moira goilo zechetzadik levrach from the Ksav Soifer. Shekosa. The Gamma Rabbeinu Tam is chavim la mashakosa Rabbeinu Peter. That really Rabbeinu Tam meant Rabbeinu Peter. When he said that there's no issue of Kuna Bezmanazer because the Kehanim don't have Big Day Kuna, he meant that the Koyan could be Moichal al Kvaitai. And being that he can be Michael Akfoy, therefore there's no problem of being Mishtamish with the Koyim. Ella. But he added a Knech. The Svirule, Rabbeinu Tam held that that's only true Bizman She'en Bigdeya Malayim. He held that Bizman She'en Bigdeya Malayim. And the Pasik says, Velechem Eloikeim He Makrivim. I Efshalehem Limchal Akfoytam. You know why? Because when a Koyim wears Bigdeya Kuhuno, it's not his covet to be Michael. Ki Kovet Hashem because then the covet is neibish this covet. If you're walking around right now and you look like one of the Meshor Hashem, you look like one of the people that was Zoycha to be Lechem Aleikeyam Umakrev, now you're working for the Ebishter and anything you do in the wrong way will be perceived as some Chil Hashem Klapi HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You're going to be an Evet? You can't even pour water for the great Rabbeinu Tam. That's not something that you would be allowed to do because Bizman Shebigdeim Aleim Kunosim Aleim in the sense that right now you look like one of the Meshor Hashem. Abu Bizman Hazeh She'ena Meshor Hashem. Today the Kayanim are not Meshor Hashem. Rak Mitzvah Lechabdom But there's still a Mitzvah to be Mechabdom. For COVID they do but then the covet is the Egena covet. Oh, if it's the Egena covet, you chaylum limcha. Then they could be Michael and Sedik Sav Soifer. The Shuvas are Rabbeinu Tam. The Rabbeinu Peta Oylem Bekona Echad Elu Dvarev Zeichet Sadik Levracha Umam Maoid Mosku Visvasayim Yishar. That's what the Ksav Soifer says. It's a short Ksav Soifer. It's mamish. It's, it's, one, it's two paragraphs. And this is the shtickle that he says he heard from his Rebbe and his Tata. He saw it. He says in his Chedushim from the Ksav Soifer. Now, brings the same exact Messiah. But really what comes out is, is a lumpus. It comes out that in the Dindik Hidash, he said, right? 
let's say it, via mensch. It comes out there's two dinim in the midst of Vikidashtoi. There's the Vikidashtoi, the Koyen, Nitzad Yichus Atzmoi. He's a Koyen. And because he's a Koyen, you have a Chiv to be Makadashim, you have a Chiv to be Mechabadim. But there's another element here as well, and that is that the Koyen is the Meshar Se Hashem. And when a person is Mechabad a Koyen, it's Kvoyd Shamayim. Instead of some soif, it's a chapsach and afkamino lahalacha. What's his covet? What's the egg in the covet? You can be moichal al kvoidai. But what's the ebishtis covet that you can't? And when is it chal that it's your covet? When is it chal that it's the ebishtis covet? What it depends on, and really what matters, and how this is all manifest, and how this plays itself out, is is he wearing the big dekuna? Is he not wearing the big dekuna? In the event that he's wearing the big dekuna, so now he's working for the ebishtis. You can't be moichal al kvoidai. If he's not wearing the big dekuna, so now. There's an Indian of this man she ain't big day of Malayim, ain't kunas Malayim. Right? It's an Oymik in that Gemara, Mesach Tezvach, and that Tachsam Soif is saying also that when a, it, that Indian of ain't big day of Malayim, ain't kunas Malayim is not only like a nice poetic way of telling you the halacha of Mechusaki Purim, it's a halacha that defines the Kayan. Bizman she big day of Malayim, kunas Malayim. What do you mean? He's always a Kayan. The tzveted in kahuna, and as much as ain't big day malei, ain't kunas malei. It's the tzveted in kahuna. So there's a, a bechina of tzveidinim of kahuna. The second din you only have when you're bringing the big day kahuna, and that's taka. It's nagei aside doing the avoid in the base of mikdash, which is of course where Chazal quoted it with the greater ramification of being a mechusik kipurim, which is gefarlech mamish. But it's also nagei posh the regular halacha. It's nagei rabbeinu tam being yutzak mayim. Could you be moichal akvoyde? Could you not be moichal akvoyde? Let's just finish the sugya. Amar Abayi. We have a cloud. What happens if there's no kayin? There's no kayin. So if there's no kayin, there's no kayin. You can do whatever you want. If you give any aliyah to anybody that you want. Now the truth is, even though it sounds like that a little bit, but at the same time, Rashi brings the machlokes rishonim. Meaning, does that mean now you can give the first aliyah to a Yisrael, the fourth aliyah to a Levi? Ayn Rashi, right here, Al-Atar, he brings a shot from his Rebbe, he brings something else that he saw. But the bottom line is, the Seder of Koyin Levi Yisrael, it's not like now all of a sudden it, it reverts to what it would be had the Koyin been there. We have a cloud. If there's no Levi, then a Koyin gets the second Aliyah. Right? Everybody knows that. So you have the Koyin, Ain Shom Levi, a Koyin. Faith in us, that's true. Ain't Yvam Rabbi Never want to have a Koyin after a Koyin. And the reason is, because if you're going to have a Koyin, then another Koyin, you know what people are going to say? People are going to say that the Gabri Chap. That really the first coin wasn't a coin, and that's why he's making up for it. So he's giving it to another coin. They're going to be mighty laws on the first coin that he's not really a coin. Additionally, a levy can never go up for an aliyah after a levy. Here we're worried that people might think that the first levy is not a levy, or they might think that the second levy is not a levy. So by the coin, we're only concerned about the first coin. By the levy, we're also concerned. Not only, but also concerned about the second lady. What's the difference? The Gemara is going to ask the cash in one second. But either way, what's the question? You see, a kain ach a kain can't go up for an aliyah. So what do you mean, ancient levi? Go kain. Can't. I thought you can't have a kain ach a kain. So the Gemara says, ki kamrinon. What are we referring to? Ba'oisa kain. We mean the same kain. So, and not a different kain, but the same kain. He can go a second time. So, why was it that the Gemara said that levi ach levi shouldn't go? Because we're worried about the become of either one of them. Maybe the first, maybe the second. And the reason is, meaning the reason is, the Amri, Chani, I love Levi. Because we're going to be concerned, people are going to say one of them is not a Levi. Right? Do the math. People are going to say maybe the first one wasn't a Levi. If the first one was a Levi, why do you call another Levi? The Gabi must have chapped that he gave it to someone that really wasn't a Levi and he's trying to make up for it. He's covering up, but the first one's not a Levi. Or people might say the second one's not a Levi. That's even more pasha. 
They say he's Yisrael. That's why he went up after a Levi. The other guy knows a Levi. He's been him. His Zaydis have been going Levi for Doiris. So why is this person now getting Shlishi? Oh, must be he's a Shlishi. But the bottom line is, a Levi he's not. So there's a Pekam Shnei, and we're worried about each one. But the Gemara says, if that's the case, Why are we worried about the same thing? Meaning, the first Kayan people might think I'm not really a Kayan. Why? Because if he was a Kayan, why do you call a second Kayan? Or people might think the second Kayan is not a Kayan. What is he? He's a Levi if he's going after Kayan. But the Gemara says, no, so you have to say that this Naktinon that we just said, this that Abai is referring to, was going to Muchsaklon, Bavu Adahai, Sheni the Kayanu. It must be talking about when we knew for sure the father of the second guy was a Kayan. So being that you know for sure the father of the second guy is a Kayan, so there's no concern that people are going to think the second one is not a Kayan. We're making an Akimta. We're making an Akimta. So we know for sure the father of the second person is a Kayan, and being that we know for sure the father of the second person is a Kayan, so that's not a Chashash. What is a Chashash is we're going to think the first person is not a Kayan. But the Gemara says, if you're making the Akimta, that the second Kayan and Kayan Achakoyan's father for sure was a Kayan, you have to make the same akin to what the Levi, right? Otherwise, it really has no Havana. So, Hachanami, the Muchsaklon Babu, the Haisheni, the Levi. That means when we say no Levi after Levi, it means even if it's Muchsaklon, that the second Levi's father is a Levi. Well, if we know his father's a Levi, so then you know for sure their son is a Levi, right? Easy math. And if that's the case, so what's the Pekam Shneim? Elo, you have to say, the pshat is, because Amri, people are going to say, Mamzeris on a sinu snosiv, upasli lazar. We know the father's a Levi, but at the same time, he doesn't fear Zach like Sheva Levi. And he married a Nesino, he married a Mamzeris, and as a result, the child is a apostle, and the child is not a Levi. <laughs> we can say the same thing regarding the Kayin, that maybe he married a Grusha, maybe he married a Chalutza. As a result, the child is Oichet Nitkain Kayin. So again, you might have the concern of Pgam So the Gemara says, very, very important tarots. Not for today, but just an important tarots. And that is, Soif, Soif, Levi, Miko, Havi. What are you worried about? You're worried in the Pgam Shneim that people are going to be concerned. The second person that was Oila is not the Levi. The second person that was Oila is not the Kayan. In the case of Levi, Acha Levi. Okay, so you're in Shul, they gave a Kayan, then they gave Levi, and now they call up Shlishi, a Levi. Don't do this. Why not? Because I'm concerned that people might think the Levi is not a Levi. And I'm also concerned people might think that the Israel is not a Levi. Meaning the third person who just got the third Aliyah, the Shlishi. Not a Yisrael, call him a Shlishi, like I mentioned. That the Shlishi is, is not a Levi. Well, but we know his father's a Levi. Yeah, I know we know his father's a Levi, but could be his mother is an Asina or a Mamzeres, and that would, by definition, make him not a Levi. Okay, that's a legitimate Taina, and that's what the Gemara means when it says Pegam Shneim. When it comes to the Kayin, if you know the father of the second person is a Kayin, you don't have to worry about this. Why? You're going to go Kayin, Acha Kayin. You have to be concerned that people are going to think that the first Kayin was not really a Kayin. But the second one, you don't have to be worried. Because if we know that his father is a Kayin, that's the Akimta of this Naktinon. If we know that the father is a Kayin, then the worst thing that the child could be, let's just take the Gemara at face value, is a Chalo. Maybe the mother is a Grusha. If the mother is a Grusha and the child is a Chalo, then what would he be? He would be a Yisrael. He wouldn't be a Levi either. And being that he wouldn't be a Levi either, so then what would emerge is, is that you would have a situation where why would you be calling up a Yisrael after Kayin? You would never do that. Meaning if there's a possibility where it's Muchzak Lombavua, that he's a Kayin, and you could still think that the child is a Levi, so then there's a Pekam Shneim, because who goes up to the Ali after the Kayin? A Levi goes up. So if there's any way to think that he might be a Levi, you have a Pekam problem. But being that the only possibility that it could be other than a Kayin is a Yisrael, he jumps from 
Coin to Yisrael. So if that's the case, so you write that don't have the pekam of the second. The only pekam you have is the pekam of the first. And that's the Gemara's there. Soif, soif, Levi, Mika, Hava. And therefore, it's not a problem. The Gemara says, Ulaman, who are you worried about anyways? I mean, any person that was in shul from the beginning to end and he's sitting through laning, so Lechaira, Hakachazile, he's going to know what's going on. And the reason he's going to know what's going on is, this is in a world without Hesophis, he's going to know what's going on because he knows how many aliyahs they're supposed to be. So he's going to have that they're not making up for lost ground. Meaning, if they're making up for lost ground, so if they called up someone for Kayin that wasn't really a Kayin, then you have to add the Aliyah. It means you're just starting all over again. But then he's going to chap. He's going to say, it's seven Aliyahs, it's six Aliyahs. And as a result, it's for that reason you're, you're not going to have an issue. Eliyahs, and we mean for the Chavah that don't spend the whole uh, laning and Shul. And you know, maybe these are the people who are most worried are going to stop getting, spreading rumors. This is Kankayin, this is Kalevi. But the bottom line is he's the guy we're worried about. And as a result, it's all about the Yaitzen. I know we finished the Dap, but one last Gemara, a few more lines. They sent After Now This is the, the question we've been waiting for. So who gets the third Aliyah? So the Gemara nobody knew. So they asked Rabbi So he told him, the Talmud Chachamim that a Parnosim al Atzibur. This was like a certain Madrega in Talmud Chacham guy. Gets a great Talmud Chacham. Vacharayim who gets Ravi. Talmud Chachamim Haruuyim b'Noisim Parnosim al Atzibur. So this is someone that really has the credentials. Abul Meisa he didn't get his break yet. Vacharayim who gets Chamishni b'Nei Talmud Chachamim Shavayseim Memunim Parnosim al Atzibur. These are the children, right? This is already the Blanchol Kedoshim. Vacharayim who gets Shishi Roshei Knesiyos. He's the person that's in charge of the Beis HaKnesses. V'chal Adam, and then after him, it's Chal Adam, Tein L'chacham V'yach And we will stop here.